From the Tulsa World, this is the Newsroom Podcast. I'm editor Jason Collington. Today, I'm going to be talking with Art Hathaway, our editor at the Owasso Reporter, one of the four uh, publications that we own, in ter- and, uh, as well as the Tulsa World. We've got the Owasso Reporter, the Wagner County American Tribune, the Sand Springs Leader, and the Sky Tick Journal. Uh, this past Sunday, we published a story uh, that was one of our most popular stories of the week so far uh, about Owasso. And so I thought we'd bring the Owasso expert on. Uh, Art worked with our veteran business writer, Rhett Morgan, to talk about what's going on in Owasso. And this, they were able to write this sentence together. In the past two months alone, new commercial construction or expansions in the area have totaled about $130 million. Uh, Art, give us an idea of how big Owasso is and uh, how big of a deal this is to have that much money be invested in that community in such a short time. Yeah, absolutely, Jason. Um, so, you know, we're a city of about 40,000 people uh, and, and growing. Uh, and, you know, the great thing about our city, uh, which lies about, you know, 15 miles north of Tulsa, is uh, we sort of have a, a funneling effect that, that happens when you have cities like uh, Collinsville and Oolagod north of us. And then, of course, all the traffic uh, from Tulsa that sort of funnels into this collective area. Uh, that uh, really uh, sets it up to become a hotbed of uh, healthcare, a hotbed for prosperity um, and, and, and business, commercial, residential. So we're seeing uh, a huge boom in that uh, as of late. And it seems like that this trend of Owasso getting bigger, uh, you guys have doubled, uh, I'm sorry, tripled in the past three decades. Uh, and that's saying something, uh, you know, there's a lot of communities around here that have been around just as long as Owasso has, but, but Owasso has grown, uh, at a really big rate. Let's kind of go through a couple of the, uh, noted expansions that you mentioned in this story that kind of made the news, uh, because there's a lot of ground being broken around there. Sure. Yeah. So to kind of preface these projects, um, what I love about our community is, we have, you know, I, I, I sometimes feel like a broken record when I say uh, that all the gears are grinding as they should in our community. We have yeah. uh, superb uh, people uh, in, in our schools, in our, in our city, uh, at the helm of our chamber, uh, business, small business owners. Uh, everyone sort of has come together uh, over, the, the, over the years to really make this community a successful community. So there's a lot of synergy, there's a lot of partnerships, um, and, and it, it, I, I feel like that has really paved the way for us to, um, to really, you know, pay, to really pave the way for these projects. Um, so I, I think a few, you know, I can bullet point, you know, yeah, go through a couple uh, of these several of them. Yeah, so on the health front, we have uh, Warren Clinic, uh, which sits at about 27, a little over $27 million, uh, which is a planned development uh, on the north side of the city. That's going to bring about 60 new jobs to the area. Uh, A couple miles south of that, we have the uh, Ascension uh, and Encompass Health um, new hospital, which is going to bring about 40 beds to the area sits on about seven acres. That's going to run about $26 million. Uh, And then um, sort of a commercial health, mental health uh, aspect is a new leaf. Uh, Of course, they're based in Broken Arrow. Uh, They're bringing a $20 million agri-hood to the community. It's going to sit on 50 acres. um, And that's going to bring a lot of these uh, adults with special needs into the workforce and give them a platform to make money 
and learn how to, uh, you know, uh, really learn the ins and outs of the workforce. And uh, th that's really exciting. Uh, and let's delve into some commercial. We have Milo's Tea, of course, uh, they, uh, <clears throat> they established their facility uh, right next to um, Macy's uh, distribution center a few years back. And they are now expanding on that with a $20 million project. It's gonna bring about 50 new jobs. And uh, we have several planned unit developments, but the biggest one is the Smith Farm Village on 96 and Garnett, and that's gonna sit on 35 acres. They just broke ground on that. Um, so we, we really have all of these projects that are coming together um, to, to make this a true healthcare and economic hub uh, for the Tulsa area. Yeah, what, one of the biggest differences between Owasso and say Jinx or Bixby is that Owasso has really got into the retail. They, they really expanded in retail. They've got some uh, shopping centers, uh, outdoor shopping centers, things like that. They've got the restaurants and the parking lots of those areas. They're really concentrated there and a lot of other great places to eat. Uh, and, and, and while Jinx and Bixby don't have kind of that much room to, to put a lot of that, they've gotten some additions and stuff like that well, as well. But, but Owasso is really kind of standing out because this is a lot of development happening in just two months. I mean, this, this, is a, this might be the start of something that even there's enough land around Owasso that this could get bigger and this street could, could continue, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we're just, it's sort of a running joke in, in, in Owasso that, uh, you know, we're, <laughs> we just don't know when to stop. And that's a good thing, right? Um, and it's just reporting on these projects has been such a fruitful experience, not only for me, but for our readers, right? I mean, our readers are, are just seeing continual development. Uh, and it just, uh, it, it gives way to new opportunities, new jobs. Um, especially post-COVID, right? I mean, right. Uh, yep. COVID really changed uh, the face of, of how businesses uh, businesses operate, and you know, with with a lot of things that we had to experience, this is this truly is a uh, a big light at the end of the tunnel for a lot of people, especially um, who who experienced some loss during that time. And again, it's one of those things where, you know, something may not happen for a while and then something big and then something big and there's a little bit of momentum. You mentioned in the story, you and Rhett uh, report that there's some there's some continuality that have there's some things that have been consistent in uh, Owasso's history when it comes to the chamber, comes to the city, comes to economic development. It seems like they've got some people that work well together and work together on mm -hmm. some things. Uh, and uh, we've got a hundred stories of how other communities may not have that kind of uh, uh, relationships. They may not have that kind of um, uh, connections uh, and don't have the people, they're switching people out all the time where it's a different face all the time. It seems like a has kind of butted that trend a little bit and kept some people in place for a long time that is kind of finally showing some, some promise. Yeah. You know, Owasso knows how to choose uh, people, uh, the right leaders in the right places for sure. So um, a lot of people uh, know by now, but a lot of, a lot of people probably don't. So our uh, longtime Owasso chamber president of uh, nearly 30 years retired uh, a few weeks ago. So in place of him is now uh, Chelsea Levo-Fury. She's been at the helm of the uh, city of Owasso's economic uh, development department. Uh, for uh, several years. And so what's happening is the Owasso Chamber is now absorbing the city's economic development plan, which they put in place several, several years ago. And what this plan does is it specifically identifies um, 
you know, uh, what sources there are in Owasso, how, you know, what, uh, it, what the plan does is, is, is it identifies, okay, this, this is what works for us. This is the steps we need to take. It's, it's identifying specific sources, specific strategies to, to continually implement uh, those, those new businesses, new healthcare, uh, new commercial, new residential and, you know, it, it's, again, like I said before, the gears are grinding. And so those gears are continuing to grind the way they should, especially now that the chamber has absorbed this, this department, uh, we're going to see a lot more, a lot more, you know, strategy, a lot more uh, development. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you, you mentioned a little bit, there's also some residential uh, development happening there. I know that we had just written about a, a large area that's going to be uh, rented homes. Uh, yes. It's going to be a development built where you can't buy a house, but you can rent a house. Uh, that's kind of a new trend that's showing up in a lot of areas because a lot of people are not buying and they're renting. Uh, tell me a little bit about that development, how it's different than kind of other things. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. So that's going to be a 35 acre mixed use plan unit development. Um, it's sort of in the heart of the city. And what that's going to do is that's going to provide, I don't remember the the amount, the specific amount of houses. I think it's somewhere upwards of maybe 70 60 to 70 yeah, rental right. homes. Yeah. Uh, for single families, um, you know, families with maybe one or two kids, uh, single guys, uh, single gals who, who come into the city, uh, some professional uh, workforce uh, individuals who can really take advantage of that. And so on the so if you could sort of uh, picture um, on the the inside of this development is where those houses are going to be on the external part of, of the development, you're going to have commercial, you're going to have uh, all of these commercial developments surrounding these homes. And, uh, you know, it's going to be, uh, it's going to increase walkability. It's going to increase mobility in that area as well. Uh, so we're really excited uh, about that project. One of the things too, I think that makes Owasso a little bit different. We talked about they've actually got the land to expand, which is not so true for, for some of the other suburbs. Uh, but again, it seems like Owasso was kind of this thing that was farther out than, than Jinx or Bixby. It was, it was way, way out there. As some people say, it was, it was pastures not too long ago. Um, but it seems like they've always kind of had the leadership to get it, if you will, get it closer to Tulsa. You know, they, they kept expanding, it kept expanding, it kept expanding. Uh, we just wrote about the Whirlpool uh, um, stuff, yeah. stuff that's happening there. Uh, there's other industrial parks that are around there that you pass on your way up there. And then you've also got the Porta Catusa, mm -hmm. right? That is, is uh, uh, one of the, what is it? The most, uh, the largest in, is it largest in-state port in America? Um, yes. So, you know, you've, you've, as I said, you've got these things that are right there uh, that make Owasso not only a great place to live, but a great place to grow your business, start a business, expand your business. Um, and again, we're not seeing that in some of the other areas. Um, what, what, what do you think is that, what else is in that secret formula that you think Owasso has got going on that we haven't talked about yet? What, what is, what are some other things that are making this happen for them? That's not happening for other communities. Um, you know, that's a good question. And, and I hate to be biased, uh, but I am right. Uh, as, as a, as a uh, citizen of that community, as a uh, uh, as someone who's very passionate passionate about uh, the development and, and everything going in there, I think just I think the residents too contribute a lot. You know, there's there's this sort of trend in Owasso that everyone says, you know, I, I oh we don't have to go to Tulsa, we don't have to go uh, to Broken Arrow or Jinx. As great as those those cities are, and as region 
as we have continued to establish regionalism with these with these uh, fellow cities, that's that's all well and great. But most of the time, you know, we don't have to go to Tulsa for entertainment, for restaurants, for for food, for retail, for shopping. It's all it's all in 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 Owasso. It's become sort of this this hub for everything. It's it's sort of a city of all trades, if you will. Um, so I, again, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but not only do you have um, amazing, dedicated, devoted, passionate leaders in the right spots at the right time, you also have these residents who are also passionate about this city. I mean, if you if you go down Main Street in Owasso several years ago, we didn't really have a Main Street. Now we have uh, a new park in the heart of downtown that people can go to and, and enjoy concerts. Uh, we have a uh, uh, several new developments in, in downtown that, that really draw people in. Uh, and it sort of gives them a, uh, a homey feel that, that we didn't have several years ago, right? Um, right. So, I, yeah, I think it's, it's just that safe, um, secure, um, homey feel uh, that we've really nailed. And, I, and again, one of the questions when we were talking about this story and, you know, all these new, we kind of, this story, if you will, tied together a bunch of new stories. We had individual stories about all the expansion and this story is kind of a chance for, for you and Rhett to kind of say, okay, collectively there's 130 million dollars here it's been two months and let's kind of look at the backstory here of what the story is behind that number um i think one of the things too is that you know one of the questions that i ask is and, and was asked was you know is Owasso going to be the next broken arrow broken arrow is a hundred thousand population uh broken arrow has a lot of things that a lot of other areas don't have um and uh and so I would say there's a there's a reason why the the Broken Arrow Exp Ex Expressway is the most is the busiest highway uh, coming into town uh, when you got tens of thousands of people that are coming into downtown from Broken Arrow and out out there. Um, you know, is Owasso the next Broken Arrow? You know, we I, I don't know if we've answered that, but I definitely seems like this trend line uh, when you've tripled over the last thirty years in population, when you've got this much development going and you've got room for more. Um, you know, it's not crazy to think that, you know, I don't know, 70 years from now, if you keep on this trend, is is Owasso going to be a 100,000 uh, population city? Um, it's certainly got the, as I said, the, the area to do it. Um, and uh, it's going to just going to see how dense Owasso is going to be. It's going to be, you know, can it get to where that is? Can it catch up to Broken Arrow or is Broken Arrow, which has done a ton of development, uh, done a ton to their main street, um, had a lot of businesses show up there, have new shopping uh, centers that are being built. Um, is it going to, is it going to keep going? And there's always going to be a gap. You know, that's one of the questions that we kind of play around when we're talking story ideas around here, because again, this community growing, uh, is something that we all want. I think I know that a, a lot of people in Austin were having these conversations 20, 30 years ago. Uh, you know, is Austin going to keep getting bigger? Is it, is it going to expand? Are the areas around, uh, uh Austin, are they going to continue to grow? So we've kind of got something here, um, you know, Austin's is much, much bigger than, than Tulsa and Austin's also a state capital and we're not. So as it, it's just kind of interesting for us to have these conversations and do some reporting and find out kind of where things are going to end up. Uh, because traditionally, uh, as we have reported, you know, a lot of the founders of Tulsa, they didn't go North, they went South. Mm -hmm. And because there were people that owned land and owned things and they didn't want, you know, Tulsa to go, go North, it went South. Um, then we have the, you know, the tragic history of, of, of North Tulsa with Greenwood and all of that. Then you have the 244 extension uh, highway going through right through the North Tulsa community. Um, so we've got some 
things that have happened in the North that have not happened in the South, but it seems like a lot of people, this kind of story has kind of gone around North Tulsa and ended up in Owasso uh, because North Tulsa is one of the largest areas of undeveloped land in our County. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, it's massive. Um, I bet you could fit four or five Owasso's in North Tulsa. Sure. Uh, Yeah. And, and so it's one of those things where, you know, we just had a story about Felix Jones and the opportunities he feels like there are in North Tulsa and development uh, where, you know, it could be not too long from now that you're driving in Tulsa and you don't know that you're in Owasso, you know, it, right. that, that, exactly. is, that happens, that happens in other big cities when you're driving. And then all of a sudden you've gone from one, the big city to the suburb and you don't even know it because it's just all developed. There's just buildings and homes and apartment complexes all the way through. You don't know that there's a, there's a separation. Um and so as I said, I, every time I go to Owasso, I, I, I look to my left and my right and I see another pasture that's being developed. I just yes. know that it's just a matter yeah. of time sometimes until that, until you, you, you won't know when you go from one to the other. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you, you know, that we, we pushed, uh, Tulsa world pushed out a story on uh, Costco developing just South of, of Owasso, uh, North of, of Tulsa. And I mean, of course that's going to just play into the continued development and, you know, you, just to piggyback off what you talked about with regard to highways, um, uh, I didn't mention this before, but ODOT is, uh, you know, recently looked at all this development and said, hey, we need to, to expand, right? We need to expand 169 that runs right through Owasso. So they're investing, thir- again, more investment, $13.6 million, uh, with BECO contractors to expand both north and south uh, and southbound bridges uh, on 169 right above 76th street one of the busiest corridors uh in the area so um we're obviously seeing that development just continue into the highway system now Uh, yeah and again you you gotta have that infrastructure uh yeah uh, you gotta have the answer because again uh we don't want to start complaining like about traffic like people do in austin uh but uh yeah (laughs) we've got to keep the highways uh wide we just had another story about broken arrow they're going to go to seven lanes uh over there on lynn lane that's a proposal that's being considered uh, so again, the great news is, is that everything, well, the good news and bad, th- bad news is that everything changes, right? Uh, yeah. there's not, there's hardly anything that doesn't change. Uh, but again, you and Rhett did a great job on this story, kind of getting everybody an, an idea of what's kind of going on in Owasso. Uh, we're looking at doing another story about another community that is just, uh, expanding like crazy and having international companies come in. Uh, so I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, give you some su- suspense on that story and we'll be all back on the podcast next week. Uh, to talk about that one. But Art, thank you very much for your time. Appreciate all the work you do at the Owasso Reporter. Uh, the Owasso Reporter comes out on Wednesdays in print. And again, always available at owassoreporter.com. Uh, Art, thank you very much for your time. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Newsroom Podcast. Sounds good. Thanks, Jason.